Good afternoon, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I've got a new guest in the clubhouse and a new friend of mine named Christopher. I got a chance to meet him in Fullerton a, a week or so ago at a Tommy Lasorda um, museum event at the Fullerton Museum. And we're going to talk all about that and what they're doing and all about Christopher. He's a fantastically interesting guy. And we're going to have him on for a number of segments. So if you miss a portion of this, you're going to want to come back and see it again. Christopher, how are you doing this morning? Doing really great. How about you, Bill? I'm doing excellent. So, so tell me, how did, tell me how your love of what you do and, and sports all started. Well, I, I grew up in a family of five boys, no, no girls. And uh, both my parents were um, a product of uh, Italian immigrants. And um, the thing that, that was emphasized in the Italian uh, culture was family. You know, you all stick together. And so my mom really insisted that us boys stay together and, and do things together. I mean, we had our, our differences, but uh, growing up in this, in this nucleus of five boys, dad really wanted to make sure that we were introduced to sports. And in particular, he would point out those uh, athletes that were Italian American heritage. And so I, I grew up with that mindset. Um, Italian immigrants trying to make something of themselves here in, in the new country. Um, you know, you could look at uh, Joe DiMaggio, and, and there's there's a prime example. He, he wanted to show that Italian Americans could achieve at a high level. So growing up in that in that atmosphere, um, we were always kind of competitive, you know, just like it is in sports. Um, we uh, we played games all the time. Uh, boy, during the summer, it was great. Um, and, uh, uh, but it wasn't until I was 15 that uh, uh, my younger brother had, was taking an a, a art class during the summer. And he came home and he says, hey, I have to do this drawing. I have to look at something and then draw it. Mine turned out better than his. And uh, he goes, that's the last time I asked you to draw with me. <laughs> Uh, and, and then what I ended up, I go, well, you know, doggone, let me try something else. And there was a newspaper article on, on the Disney company and there was this big giant Mickey Mouse. And I go, well, I'll try to draw that. So I still have this today. So here's my, my drawing that I did at age 15. Um, and uh, which was kind of ironic because he's wearing a, a red sweater and blue slacks. My mom, ever the uh, creative lady, she decided we were all going to wear these golf sweaters uh, and blue slacks to uh, to mass uh, every Sunday for a couple of years, and and which drove the the priest crazy because he was a golfing addict, and and he goes, "Don't wear those golf sweaters. I can't concentrate." Um, so, but that was that was the beginning. Uh, I always wanted to then, I started thinking about a product, grew up watching the, the original Mickey Mouse Club, which it has sec segments on there that talked about careers. Well, this was a career. I could be an artist, you know, maybe with Disney. So I kept on pursuing that and, and trying to draw more characters and, and things like that. The key thing in that was whether I, I didn't realize what I was doing. 
I was emulating the Disney animators who used shapes in order to create the characters. So that's the basis of anything. So when I do my drawing and when I do my paintings, I'm looking at shapes. I'm not necessarily looking at, you know, an eye. Um, so fast forward, I, I get through two years of art in, in, in high school. I had a great teacher in, in uh, that he was also the tennis coach. And he asked me, well, what do you like? And I said, well, I like sports. And uh, I was also involved with the athletic department as a, as a student trainer. So I was learning first aid. And that was another choice I, I had. Could I get close to sports as being an athletic trainer? Yeah, I could do that on the college level. I could do it on the, the pros. Um, so I graduated and uh, I went and talked to a friend of his who was an outstanding illustrator. And he gave me some great advice. He says, hey, look at, you know, you're going to get lots of information. Take in what you like, throw out what you don't, and you're going to have your own style. So I'm, I'm doing some really great projects during, during school. And the uh, athletic director uh, for um, San Diego City College, where I was attending, came into my teacher and said, hey, do you have anybody that can do some covers for our uh, an invitational, a track invitational? Yeah, I got this kid here. He loves sports. And that was it. Uh, I got to do that. And I also got to do the cover for their football season and, and graduated, got a, got a job at an architect office, uh, one of the largest firms in San Diego, lasted for a couple of years before they, they lost their financial backing. And then a friend of mine decided, she says, you know, why don't you go to you know, college and try to get a, a, a bachelor's degree because you have an AA degree. And, and so I went to uh, Cal State Fullerton. And so I was up there for a year and it was, uh, it was, it was nice. I, I really enjoyed that time up there. Boy, did they have a baseball team and a half. I mean, and I, I, did. I was real close to the, to the, to the field and where I was living. So I, I could see, go and see games if I wanted. Um, and then uh, I came back down to San Diego State because I really wanted to uh, focus in another direction. And I went in to speak with the athletic uh, information director. And I said, hey, I did this thing for City College. What do you think? You know, would you guys like to use me? And uh, he said, well, we just use photographs, but just a second. And he picks up the phone and talks with somebody and then he hands me a note and he says here you're gonna you're gonna give these guys a call and it was Jim Weigel and Mike Ryan with the Padres the uh sports information director and and, and promotion director and I, I gave him a call and set up a meeting and uh wow they said come back in in July We're, we'll we'll start our work for the next season um and I ended up getting the job to do their uh, media guide covers and their program cover. The program cover was the same cover the whole season long. So if you had a cover on the on their program, it was the whole season. And then uh, that was 77. 78, the Padres get the, um, uh, they get the All-Star game. And so they come to me and they said, hey, we got a bunch of work to do. 
And I, I had just gotten married in January. And, uh, and this is what I got to do. I got to do the cover of the, uh, of the 78 All-Star Game. Not only did I do that, I, there was illustrations all throughout. Um, I, did a, I did a painting for every team that was going to be a gift from Mr. Croc, the owner of the Padres. He liked them so much. He goes, no, we're your offices. And uh, so that was the start. I mean, it was then just one, I'll tell you, Bill, it was one thing after another where I would get some kind of connection with some company. And uh, I, I was doing posters for a company called Sports Calendars Incorporated. They were out of San Rafael. And just happened that um, a friend of my parents had suggested uh, that I contact this this uh, this this company that made uh, collector plates, and uh, there was a little cute little puppy. And I started a, a series uh, uh, about a little boy. Um, and his dreaming of becoming something. And I fashioned it after my, my idol, Norman Rockwell. I mean, Rockwell was the thing I, I wanted to be like Norman Rockwell. And so I met with her and everything. And she's in their, in their uh, shipping department. And she notices one of my posters that I had done for the angels that company. And she pointed up to it. She said, hey, you got Chris's work up there. He goes, why didn't you tell me this guy did sports art? I've been wanting to do something with the Hall of Fame. So he contacted me. And then through some, some of my contacts that I had, we were able to secure uh, Reggie Jackson. And that was the nice. first contemporary sports personality on a porcelain collector plate. It went on. I, and I did a number of other ones, including this one here of uh, Willie Mays. and. And this one's actually autographed right to me, uh, which is always what a big thrill to get that. Um, and, uh, uh, and I became known for that guy that started that thing. All the other companies that followed wanted their to do things like me. You know? It's just the way I want to do it, you know? So right. it, it, was, uh, it, was, it was through that that... Um, uh, uh, I ended up meeting uh, this guy by the name of Paul Toko, and his mom was a manager of a, a, a collectible store in La Jolla. And he said, man, I got to meet this guy. And so uh, we set it up for him to meet me at a, at a Padre game. I was going to be shooting uh, some players for a future project. And that started a relationship that we ultimately um, started putting out a a magazine on sports collecting as a price guide. And that was called uh, Legend Sports Memorabilia Magazine. And here's one of the ones that, that we did. Uh, I did 42 covers for them. Wow. And this one was of Nolan Ryan that I got signed by Nolan, which is a big thrill. Um, and that's the other thing. I mean, I, I'm a sports artist, but you know, I'm also a sports fan. And to get things autographed, or to get to meet these guys was yeah. just a huge thrill. It's, so that, it's that kind be of brings you into what I was doing and how this all started happening. 
It's got to be. It's got to be. It, it, I mean, being a sports fan myself, it's got to be one of those things that just gets you up. It gets you excited. So, so tell me, this is phenomenal, but tell me, you've got something going on this week. Tell me what you got going on this week. Um, well, a year ago, a year ago, um, I have a, a good friend who had put on an exhibit uh, on Italian Americans in baseball. And but he had it as a an art and photography uh, segment of, of who does this kind of work. And so the people, the artists and the photographer were Italian American. So it's that strong connection. And his name is Roberto Angotti. And he's uh, uh, so he has this thing set up that he was going to have an exhibit down in San Diego at uh, Convivio Society. Uh, which is a, a Chinese American heritage group. And I saw it on Facebook and I said, wait a minute, I'm here in San Diego. Why aren't you having me? I'm the official artist for the San Diego Hall of Champions. I'm Italian American. Come on. You know, I do their Hall of Fame. Exactly. And so I called up, I called up the guy and he says, well, come on down on Saturday. Roberto's coming in and uh, bring your portfolio. So I did, and I spread it out on this table, and Roberto showed up, and he took a look at it, and he said, that's it. I'm throwing out all these other things. We're going to make you the focus of that exhibit. And so uh, it, when this idea for a Tommy Lasorda Day in Fullerton came up, he suggested to the, uh, the mayor and... Uh, and other dignitaries, hey, look at, I've got this friend, well, let me check with him, see if he, he's done Tommy Lasorda. I had done Tommy Lasorda for the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame, Chicago, where I'm the official artist, and I did the covers for their magazine. And so I said, look at, I have this painting in existence. I can adjust it, make some changes to it, to whatever you need. Uh, I can do this in Photoshop. And uh, let's see what we can come up with. So they all agreed. Um, at the same time, they were also coordinating with the city of Tola, Italy. This, this, this is the town that Tommy's parents immigrated uh, to uh, Pennsylvania, which ironically, uh, he, lived, he lived about, uh, about 100 miles from where my parents grew up in eastern Pennsylvania. And by the way, Tommy Lasorda is one of five boys. I'm one of five boys. His birthday, September 22nd. My baby brother, his birthday is September 22nd. I mean, it's just, just amazing, the connections. Uh, and the fact that back in early on in my career, with that 78 All-Star game, Mr. Croc had me do a painting for Tommy Lasorda because he was the manager of the winning team. And, and I did that and uh, I was given the opportunity to present it to him. And I did a, a few uh, in the dugout there at the, at the ballpark. And I gifted him this painting on behalf of Mr. Crock. And he said, will you tell Mr. Crock I appreciate this gift, but I appreciate it more because it was done by a fellow Italian American. So that, that kind of spoke to that kind of connection that I had with Tommy Lasorda. So this came up, we did it, and uh, let me pull up the poster that we did. Um, 
And this poster is still available uh, and it will be available at the event that's coming up this Thursday, uh, the second annual Tommy Lasorda Day and the sister city of Tola, Italy, where his parents are from. So congratulations to Roberto for pulling that off. So now, how much there. is this? How much is this poster? Um, I believe they have it at. Don't correct me. I think it's either something like ten or twenty dollars, yeah. and, and it, uh, it's a limited edition. It's signed by me, um, and you'll be able to, to also uh, uh, have an opportunity to buy some of my things that are Dodge related or just related. Okay, so, uh, so I'm excited about doing that. They're also going to have uh, uh, an artist in focus uh, session with me, so people can learn about my my career and my connections with Tommy Lasorda, which so top fans, those of you that are listening, let me let me make sure that I I get this straight because Christopher and I met a, a couple weeks ago. He is a phenomenal, not only a phenomenal artist but a phenomenal person. I got a chance to spend 45 minutes with him total out of a two hour event. It was great. We laughed, we kind of chat a little bit. He's going to be at the Fullerton museum on Thursday. They're actually shutting the streets down um, for this time and sort of day. That is at 301 North Pomona Avenue in Fullerton. Okay. Here's what I would recommend you top fans that are listening. If you are in Southern California, you're a Dodger fan, even if you're just a sports fan, Come down, check it out, first of all. That Tommy Lasorda thing that he just put up, buy one. 10, 20 bucks, whatever it is, um, buy one. And what I might do, Christopher, is I might buy a couple extras from Top Fan for Top Fan and just use them as giveaways to people. If you'll sign a few extras of them, I might use them sure. for Dodger fans for giveaways. Um, but come, please come check out what Christopher's doing. This is a phenomenal thing. And and so I, I wanted to mention that before I ask you our last question to this um, segment. Christopher, I, as I've gotten to know you, I've realized one thing. Um, I would describe you as probably a very passionate individual um, for what you do. And, and I love that because I'm passionate for what I do. Do you still have the same passion today as you did when you drew that Mickey Mouse? Um, it's probably, it, I, and I hate to use that term because it's, it's a negative term in, in sports. It's like, uh, that same passion on steroids. I think you knew where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it is, it is, it is just, I mean, you get me in a conversation about sports or art and it's going to be the same thing. Uh, Again, I go back to what my dad taught us was to really analyze the game, watch it in a way that you're not just a, a, a you know, a casual fan. Understand what the, the game within the game. And it's the same thing. in art. I mean, I've achieved things in art in a very competitive market because I look at my competition. I want to know what people are, are looking for. And I try to put out something that's different, something that's better. And uh, that's how that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you watch me this Saturday watching the Notre Dame game, I've been watching Notre Dame, you know, football since I was a kid, and I'm just getting so upset. Like, come on, guys, you know how to run that play. And uh, second half, they turned it around. They started running uh, and started executing the same play over and over again because it was working. 
I mean, come right, on. Right, right. Uh, I'm always looking for that edge, and I and I always look for opportunities to do. And, and when we have future discussions, I'll talk about those other opportunities that I'm getting to do, things like so, the San Diego Zoo and stuff. So, Christopher, you got to imagine one of my good friends lives in Ohio, and he is a huge the Ohio State University fan. His wife is a huge Notre Dame fan. So you can imagine what it was like in their house well, was, a yeah, week and yeah. a half ago, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he told me, he, go, he called me up, he goes, Bill, I hope that it's a blowout on either side. It doesn't matter. I hope it's a blowout. And I said, I hope it comes down to the last 14 seconds and somebody wins by three. And he goes, there will be divorce lawyers on the phone if that's the case. Goes, <laughs> I'm looking for a blowout. Like, yes, you are. But top fans, please, uh, you know, I will, I'll tag Christopher's um, information in this when we post this tomorrow. If you're in Fullerton, the event runs from four to seven. I'll be there at four o'clock. Look for Actually, me. Actually, it runs from four to nine, Bill. Oh, four to nine. Four to nine. Yeah. I was given so, that information. Plenty okay. of opportunity to come by and meet me, talk with me. If you have some Legends magazines you want to get the, the covers autographed, please come on down. Um, you know, um, uh, if you've got little kids, I, I've got little cards that I'll uh, autograph for them. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's a it's a great event. Um, they're going to have vendors and, and stuff like that, and it's free to get into the uh, to the major event. Um, they're going to have a round table. I think that's going to be a, a, a ticket for that. But other than that, um, you know, it's a great opportunity. See a great exhibit. Uh, I got I got ten pieces of art in that exhibit, which I'm proud of, um, and, and just uh, come out and, and enjoy the legacy of Tommy Lasorda. Enjoy yeah. the. What, what made Tommy Lasorda a great uh, a manager, a uh, great coach, um, and just a great individual. Absolutely. And I'll be there too. Look for me in the Top Fan Rivalry hat. I'll be walking around. I'll be hanging out with Christopher for a little bit of time. Uh, I hear that there's some former players. We won't drop names here, but there's at least one former player that will be there. So I will be, I will be pushing this a lot on Twitter and Instagram over the next couple of days. Um, yeah, go to their go to the Fullerton Museum Center website. You get all the information as well. Yes, and I'll I'll tag that. But please, this is a a phenomenal community thing. If you're in Orange County, or if you're in LA, or if you're in San Diego area, and it's right by downtown too. So if you want to come in, you want to see the event, you want to go have dinner. It's a great date. It's a great hangout thing. Um, but I'd love to have you around. Christopher, stay online for a second after we stop here. But I, I want to tell everybody that this is the heart of a gold individual. This is the salt of the earth individual. I've enjoyed my conversations with Christopher that I've had so far. And he's got so much history. And as you know, from Top Fan Rivalry, we're all about covering all 30 teams. We're all about covering the history of it. And so we will have him on more so that we can talk more of his history because we haven't even scratched the surface yet, folks. But Christopher, no. thank you for coming on today, talking a little bit about your history and talking about the event that's coming on on this Thursday. My pleasure, Bill. I look forward to talking, seeing you and then having more opportunities to talk with your fans. Yes, we'll talk soon. Thanks, my friend. All right, bye now.